Hi, and welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business trainer, author of Food Truck 101, Beginner to Winner, and the forthcoming book, Food Truck 201. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. Yesterday, we talked about five reasons why you need to consider business credit and establishing business credit for your food truck business. Now today I'm going to talk to you how to actually establish that. So the very first step, and this applies more to new people, but if you haven't done this step, you can certainly go back and do this as well. You want to establish your business structure. The first step towards building good business credit is to establish your business legally. Not just that you bought a trailer, now we're selling food out of it. So your business has to be established legally, and the business structure needs to be sole proprietorship, could be a corporation, a partnership, or an LLC, which is a limited liability company. you got to create a legal name, and then you want to set up a business phone number, which is separate than your cell phone number, separate than your house phone. And then you want to give your company added credibility with the vendors and government. That's what these actions do. Once the legal aspects of your company are created, then you want to begin opening accounts with vendors that report to the credit bureaus to establish your business credit file and to actually start building your credit. So just like when you created your business and the business structure, this makes your company known to the business credit reporting agencies. So again, establish your business structure. Now the second step, and this could actually have happened in step one, is you got to make sure that you're notifying the secretary of your state and let them know that you have created a business. And if it's not the secretary of state, it could be the, the department revenue. But you're letting some official entity in your state government know that you have created a business. And then you want to make sure that it's registered and it's created properly for whatever your rules and regulations are in your state. Then you're going to get your EIN. And the EIN is your employer identification number. And effectively, that's the social security number for your business. It's formatted differently than your social security number, but that's what it is. It is an entity, like we talked yesterday. You're setting your business up as a different entity than you. So since it's a different entity, it also needs a different identifying number, and that's called the EIN. And then everything that you do, as far as pay for it goes, are probably going to ask for that EIN that establishes that entity, your business, as being different than you, the person. Then you want to open a business bank account. The business bank account, again, further establishes you being separate from the business, you the person being separate from you the business, and this is the beginnings of you being able to get a business credit card. Now, which bank do you want to use? doesn't matter. I personally like dealing with people face-to-face, so I like walking into the local bank and talking to those folks. You can certainly set one up totally online. That's up to you and whatever your personal preference is. I've told you guys in the past that my mom was a banker, so I tend to deal with banks in person. I've always had much better luck than dealing with someone on the internet, but that is up to you. But you got to open that separate business bank account. And you want to continue building relationships with your suppliers. As you're building your business and you're continuing to establish and build relationships with those suppliers, you also want to create contracts and whatever their particular requirements are. You know, it could be like we talked yesterday, a 1%, 10 net 30. It could be 2% even, and 15 net 30. It just really, it depends upon whatever they have set up within their particular business. But you want to build credit by paying on time, and the best practice to get into is paying early. A lot of them nowadays will allow a direct debit, so that when that 10th day hits, they automatically pull out the amount of money that you owe them. 
And if you are financially stable enough to do that, by all means, set up those direct debits because they will usually give you some type of reward for that. They may even give you an additional half percent off. Or they'll do something else to encourage you to do the direct debit because that also helps them to create their own stability as far as their own cash flow goes. You, know, you got to understand that not all vendors report to the same credit agencies, credit reporting agencies. So consider what your business needs are and then look up which vendors will be reporting to the, the business credit agency agency and you can actually do that online you want to get yourself business business credit cards and then use them responsibly and basically what you want to do as soon as you have your bank account established and your business is in operation so you've already been open you want to get that business credit card and then use it each month i would recommend you get one that that has some type of a rebate system or somehow a cash back system is what they call it. Whether it's 1% or 1.5%, 3%, there's all different kind of cards out there. But certainly get one that's going to help you to get a little bit of a discount against your supplies, helping to lower your overall cost to your business. You want to make sure you understand the reward systems and then use them to the utmost advantage for your food truck. Just keep in mind that when you very first start your business, those credit limits might be really, really low. And that's okay. You can build them up. But you build them up by what I'm getting ready to say in number seven. You want to pay early and pay often. When you're building credit, they like for you to use the credit card because that's how they make money. But they also want to see that you're going to pay it off. So you want to make sure that if your credit limit, let's say, is $500, and I'm going to talk about this in a second too, you don't want to use all $500. But if you do end up having to use all $500, pay it as quickly as you can so it never gets reported that you used 100% of your credit limit. For instance, I can take a credit card and I know when it's going to hit the credit bureaus and you can see that uh, as your you can see when it's going to hit the credit bureaus over time because you'll see your credit numbers change. So when you know that it's going to hit, you can pay it a few days in advance so it never actually shows that you had any credit on it at all. And you got to understand how fast or how slow the credit cards are in processing your payment. I have one credit card that I stopped using, but it takes it about 10 days once I make the payment for it to actually show up on the credit report. And that's bothersome because basically it looks like for those 10 days that the credit card is paid late. And it makes my credit utilization, I'm going to talk about that, higher than it should be. So let's talk about credit utilization. If you have a credit card, doesn't matter what the balance is, we'll use real round numbers. Let's say it's a $1,000 limit credit card for your business. You want to stay under 30% of that. So you only want to use about 300 of those $1,000 that are available. And then you want to pay that off. Because when the credit company reports to the credit agencies, they'll say that you are at 30% or less. That's a good thing. It doesn't hurt your credit score. The higher you go up above 30%, the more it impacts your credit score. Because what lenders don't want to see is that you have five credit cards. They all have, you know, say $10,000 limit on each of them. which say, oh, that's awesome. And they see that all of them are at 9,000 in utilization or 90%. They will not give you a loan because they realize that you're already strapped for cash. So it's one of those you want to have it, but you don't want to use it. So how do you make that work to your benefit? Let's say you legitimately need $1,000 in. I've got to have this to keep my business going. Well, you don't want to get a single card that has a thousand. You might want to get four or five cards each with a thousand. So when you pull that thousand, you're only pulling it 200 at a time. So it makes your overall usage from each card under the 30%, which is a good thing. You're not, you are very rarely deemed for having multiple cards available to you. As long as you show a good payment history and a good utilization history, your credit will be in good shape. 
I want you guys to understand that part of building good credit is developing strong financial habits. You got to save money for your business. You got to pay your bills and your taxes on time. And if it's a credit card bill, I always recommend paying it early. Making informed financial decisions about the future of your business while you're building good relationships with us suppliers and other credit issuing businesses is ultimately going to be helping you grow your own business. Now some of these aspects that I just talked about may not affect your credit score by very much, but they feed into the overall financial experience that your business will demonstrate to the suppliers and more importantly to the business credit reporting agencies. One thing I want you to understand before we close this one out, personal credit is different than business credit and it's measured in a different way. One thing about business credit is it's not an automatic established file. Pretty much as soon as you get out into the world and start doing things buying things that require applications, you have established some type of a credit history. Could be good, could be bad, could be indifferent. But it's still, you may end up dealing with Experian, which also does personal credit, but it's not the same thing. You have to do Experian business. Equifax also reports business, but it's also separate. Dun & Bradstreet, you guys have probably have heard of that as a DMB number. All of these places you have to register with. You have to say, hey, we're a business now, and let them know you exist. And then they'll start to pull the information based on the applications that you filed in the past that have that EIN number. So that's why you've got to get that EIN number to establish that separate entity. Otherwise, they'll just say, well, you're a business that's still under your social, so we don't care because they'll get you on the personal credit reporting files that they have on you. So the bottom line is having a business credit score is essential to running a financially viable and healthy business. Now, it doesn't mean you have to use the credit. I want to stress that. But you want to have it established for those emergencies. You want to have it established so that you can use it as a bargaining tip to get yourself better interest rates if you do decide to do a loan or better terms on contracts when you're paying for your supplies. It's essential. It's a tool. It's all that it is. It proves to lenders and it proves to other businesses that your company is financially healthy and capable of making those important payments for the supplies that you need or the loans that you want. Because it's not only going to help you get those loans, but it's also going to provide you with opportunities to avoid having to prepay for stuff. And when we say prepay, that's when you walk into Sam's Club, you buy a whole bunch of stuff, and you pay for it on your way out the door with your cash. Or when you go to Cisco, and you have to pay them cash when they deliver it, or you have to go to the will call and pick it up, and then you're paying them cash. Even if you're using a credit card, it's still, you're having to pay for it before you can sell it. It's not what Walmart does, because they have the stuff delivered, and then they're paying it after the fact when somebody else has bought it. Remember, your business credit is just a negotiation tool, and a good credit score can help you drive down those prices and help you get those favorable rates. And then the terms on the financing packages from other banks and even online lenders become more favorable to your business. So please, take the opportunity to check it out and get yourself set up for it. Thank you guys so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades-old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you and your food truck business flourish. And again, thank you so much for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know I've got plenty more to say about the food truck industry and helping you and your food truck.